Well, it's a pleasure to be here this morning, and especially in light of Remembrance Day. I'm humbled uh, that I get to share about what it's like to be in the military and about the call in the chaplaincy. Um, I'll take you back 10 years ago, uh, like a whole decade, where I think that initially started. Um, I was living in Austria. I was doing my military service with the Austrian army, and uh, I just noticed something different about this institution in itself, just the way it was run, the way people treated each other. There was something special about this place. But at the same time, uh, I was faced with the reality that there were a lot of broken people within the military itself. Because on the weekends when I, had, uh, the, I was on duty and I had to guard the base, uh, I saw officers come home late at night drunk and they stayed in the base for the rest of the night. And so the question I ask myself is why are they not going home to their families? Why are they doing this every single week? I see these people coming in every single week. And so the initial thought that I had and I told myself is I would never want to work in an institution like this just because this is not for me. Um, but as many of you probably have heard it said, if you say you will never do something, God will put you in situations like that. Um, and sometimes that's really hard, but in this situation is actually very relieving that I am being led down this path. Um, just as a few disclaimers at the beginning. There's a reason why you've been given the personality that God gave you, and there's a reason why you're wired the way you're wired. Now let me explain this. Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I walk through life, I have a tendency of comparing myself to people. And so sometimes when I see something re really cool in somebody, a certain gift, I'm like, God, why can't I have this? Or why can I be like this person? Or why do I have to be so introverted? Or why, 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 why? Right? We've all been there before. But the truth is there's a reason why God made us that way. And sometimes it takes a while to figure that out. And sometimes God shows us that initially. Right? And so for me, this is my story. And I, and I hope that as I tell you my story, the person that you'll be focused on is God. Because God is the only reason why I'm here today. And God is the only reason why we do what we do every day, right? Um, so while I was still living in Austria, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, I had gone to teacher's college before going into the military to do my service. And so the thought was, I'm going to be a kindergarten teacher for the rest of my life. But as I worked as a supply teacher, um, I soon discovered that, yes, I loved working with kids. Yes, I enjoyed it. But with all the responsibilities that the government was putting on people that work in social settings, um, it wasn't worth it in the end. The paycheck wasn't lining up, and the amount of stress and the amount of tiredness that you had coming out of that, um, working with kids all day, um, I said to myself, God, is this really all you have for me? And so I prayed and said, God, you know, if this is really what you've called me to do, I'll do it. But if there's more, I want to know that for sure. And so I was thinking about going into uh, being a nurse because my father's a nurse and I kind of grew up living in a hospital and going there quite often because of him. And I applied for that, took the test, and didn't know if I was accepted until the year after. So over Christmas I was praying and saying, God, show me the way. And the answer that I got, it was almost verbally that I felt that God said, go online and look up Bible colleges in Canada. I was like, okay. So I put in Google. 
I put in Google Bible Colleges in Canada, and I got this huge list of different colleges. And so I have relatives in Ontario, so the logical thing was go somewhere in Ontario. So I was looking into a Bible college there, but there was nothing that jumped out at me. And then I happened to stumble upon a place called Bethany Bible College in Sussex, New Brunswick, which I'd never heard of in, in my life. Uh, but when I looked at the, the one-year program that they had, I noticed that that really jumped out at me because it was very practical, very hands-on, and focused on a lot of different people groups. And, uh, but then I saw it was $14,000 for the year. And it's like, God, I don't have that money. But it's like, God, if you're in this, if this is you and I'm not just making this up, because I always wanted to come to Canada because I have roots in Canada, but I never knew how that was going to happen. But it's like, God, if this is you and this is all you, um, make a way. And literally, God, through supply teaching, through the money that I made in the military, brought the money together. Like the $14,000 were paid for, and I found a cheap ticket online to come to Canada. So with $300 in my pocket, a guitar and two bags, I came to Canada and saying, God, I want to see what you have for me. And that was 2008, and what year do we have now? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Which is fine. I, I love Canada. Uh, all that to say, in those four years of my undergrad, I, I intended on staying for one year, uh, but that turned into four years studying theology, which I always thought was boring and dry, but I studied it. Um, another God thing. Um, but discovering in those four years who I was not, right? There's two ways that God can show us who we are or who we're not to figure out who we are, right? So for me, which is more the uh, painful and sometimes... Like, come on, God, hurry up, I want to wanna get there. He took about four to five years to show me who I was not in order to, to show me who I was. Uh, so during my undergrad studies, uh, my roommate, Tree, who you guys all know, uh, was talking about chaplaincy in the military. And to that point, I hadn't really thought much about it, but just talking with him kind of got me thinking about this more. And the more I looked into it and the more I talked to people, the more I realized this is actually something that I was made for in terms of how I'm wired, how I think, how I operate well. And so over the last uh, four years in the undergrad studies, I just prayed and asked God, show me the way. And so after I finished my undergrad, um, the question was then, what do I do next? Right? Do I go back to Austria? Do I stay in Canada? If yes, what do I do in both places? And then I got the opportunity of working at a drug rehab center uh, just outside of Fredericton in New Brunswick. Um, and I worked there for seven months, um, which was another big growth experience for me. Would have never chosen it if I had known what awaited me there. But all those experiences brought me to where I am today. And during that time, working with drug addicts, I came in, in contact with soldiers who were struggling with drug addictions and were in the military system. So that was something that just was in the back of my mind all this time, where I saw there are some points here that I, I should listen to, and there's some ways to connect what I feel that I'm called to to what I'm seeing lived out in reality. And so during those seven months, I was trying to get into the reserves uh, just to start the process earlier, but I was... It took forever to, to get there, and we're talking about one and a half years of screening before I was even accepted into the reserves. And so it eventually became clear that I was to come here to Acadia Divinity College, uh, which was all God as well. Um, just to give you the, the gist of that, I was sitting there 
on the porch saying, God, what, what program do you want me to get into? And we're talking about a couple seconds later, I get a phone call from Shauna talking about the pastoral, uh, the, the MDiv and pastoral ministry. And so, the, I mean, I, some of you might say, well, big deal. But for me, those are big deals. <laughs> I live off of those little signs that God throws my way. Uh, so I came here, uh, first year. And in this first year, uh, I mean, a lot of growth, a lot of uh, good conversations with students and also meeting chaplains. Um, and in April, it was April, praying about it and saying, God, you know, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to get into the reserves and nothing's happening. You know, is this really what you want me to do? Um, so I'm kind of having doubt, but at the same time saying, oh, I'll trust you. I'll trust you. And then in April, finally, the door opened. And we're talking about from one day to another, getting the call, you're accepted, and you could start basic training in the summer. And I was like, yeah, but I had already made commitments to work at a camp this summer. So I was like, oh, I have to wait, right? But the door opened. And we're talking about a week after that, getting in contact with the head of the chaplaincy department in Canada, who just happened to stop by in Wolfville. Um, a couple of days later. So I talked to her, got all the information that I needed, and just got all fired up just talking about it with her. I was like, this is what I was made for, and this is what God has called me to do. And I'm talking about, like, those, those conversations just happen naturally. Even talking about some of you guys who are interested in chaplaincy and just seeing the connections that are being made that God brought about um, in His time and for His purposes. And so being in the reserves now and working with my comrades and, and just talking to them, listening, usually I just listen because there's a lot of cussing that goes on, so um, you just want to listen because there's, there's something that, that they're trying to say amongst all that cussing, right, because they have a heart like everybody else. And so just being there, being present and seeing that need and seeing their heart uh, that they need Jesus just as everybody else. And so having the opportunity to be a light in this dark place and to, to ask important questions and personal questions. You know, there's some questions that I've, I've come across where people are like, nobody's ever asked me this question. Um, just because they've never met Christians like us um, who are real, who are real people who have real issues themselves as well, but are willing to say, this is who God is and this is how he's changed my life. And so uh, even though this is still going to take about four years for me to actually get into being trained as a chaplain, um, God has op opened doors to start that process. Right now I'm experiencing what it means to be an infantry soldier, so I'm starting at the bottom. And Lord willing, this summer I'll start uh, my officer training uh, called Rezo, which also allows me to shadow chaplains uh, and to get experience in what they do on a daily basis, which then will just continue the process uh, that I'm in. Um, so yeah, basically that's that's what it is. It's step by step. Uh, it's not something that I knew when I was five, this is what God has called me to do. But it's been almost 28 years in the making where I'm finally starting to see a glimpse of what God wants to do in my life. And where I'm just excited to see what he's going to do. And I just want to give you two uh, passages, a uh, couple verses of truth that really guided me through the last 10 years of my life um, that kind of jump-started this process. Um, I'm just going to read a couple bits and pieces from Psalm 37 where it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will do this. Be still before the Lord, wait patiently for Him. 
and in Proverbs 16, a couple verses. To man belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the reply of the tongue. All a man's ways seem innocent to him, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. And in his heart a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. So I don't know where you're at in your life right now, where God has been leading you, but I hope that you are encouraged, um, if you're at that point where you have no idea what God wants you to do, to just trust in Him and to keep seeking after Him, and He will guide your steps. Because as our Heavenly Father, as the perfect Father, He longs for His children to come to Him and ask Him, what do you want me to do, Dad? And He delights in that. And so he's not somebody that, you know, has like a carrot in front of the mule on a stick and the mule will never get the carrot. That's not how God operates. That would be cruel. God is not cruel. God loves us, right? He cares about us. And so I want to encourage you to continue to seek after God's will for your life and just to be encouraged today that he has a plan for you. And read scripture. That's, that's what I always come back to. <laughs> it's his word, what he's promised and what he will do. And, uh, yeah, God bless you all.